all right all right how's everybody doing uh i guess i'm going by g today i don't know um you just call me g for the day might be something else later tonight but for the time being i'm going by g and i'm here today we got some interesting things to discuss on our first podcast um letting the people know who we are and kind of like how that kind of came about right d so right um man so far i'm feeling great it is friday i'm not sure when this will air but it is definitely friday three day weekend coming up um i wish i could tell you that i have a lot of exciting plans um but we are still in a pandemic people i know a lot of people think that corona has left us um based on all the instagram posts and tweets i've been seeing but people are still getting sick in these streets so i'm still kind of keeping it cool and keeping it low-key um because i don't want to be down and out but i don't know what about you d what you got going on Mm, yeah this weekend i'm just gonna be sitting back kicking it chilling uh getting ready for next week uh you know working on a couple little projects here and there but nothing concrete like you said we are in the pandemic full 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 speed ahead i don't know if it's full speed anymore at this point i think we're just out here winging it i mean definitely (laughs) the president is winging it and we're just kind of like fuck that nigga uh i don't want to die um but speaking of presidency have you seen who the democrats has nominated as their vp pick i have i have so um it's looking like we're about to have our first black woman VP, maybe president. Yeah. Um, that's only I, if something bad happens. Is so, it, how is that. it pronounced? Is it Kamala? I always say Kamala. Kamala. Okay. Kamala, Camilla, Kamala, Kamala Harris. Um, I mean, yeah. we should look that up so we say it right, you know? Okay. Because okay. I do feel like people just be playing with her name sometimes. Yeah. I think that's like cultural a lot of people always fuck up like black names but mm-hmm. believe it or not a lot of people mess up my name and Ash- my name is ashley so i i digress but anyway i'm not gonna get off on a tangent today but i definitely think it is very interesting that we do have a black woman um as a vp pick and i think some of us while we definitely might not agree with biden um we can't stand trump and we're also excited to see a black woman in office so there there's my vote um but it brings me to the shy um very interesting show kind of like is it on showtime i mean i got bullet cable so i don't really know yeah okay. yeah I, I believe it's showtime you, you yeah you ain't got cable either no i definitely have uh amazon prime okay and, okay uh, it's probably on one of those channels oh okay so you pay for it I do. I okay, do. I'm sorry. I, I got cinema or something on the fire stick that I jailbroke, <laughs> so I just turned on the stations. But anyway, it is on Showtime, and I think we're in, like, season three, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I th- it's produced by Lena Waithe, right? I know that she was the founder okay starter. she was in know. there she yeah, was in the yeah. mix of all that good stuff um right. and i think that's why i started watching her well watching the shy because i knew she had her hand in that bag but this season kind of took a weird turn Definitely. um because now not only did they have so much lesbian play action going on mm-hmm. um which was confusing in itself on full display. I, I, i'm gonna go ahead and digress 
But the was it the first episode when the chick pulled out her strap? And I, I was think like, it was Whoa. definitely like out the gate. Okay, first episode. I was like, yo, is this how it's supposed to work? Because I gotta I gotta work on my sex game if I'm just supposed <laughs> to like. <laughs> so that was it. That definitely took me out. But I definitely think watching the full season, we saw um, a black lesbian woman run for mayor, mm-hmm. which was very weird. I mean, it's not unheard of because Chicago has a black lesbian mayor. Definitely, right? What's her name? Uh, Was it Lori Lightfoot or something? Yeah, cool. Yeah, that like, and I didn't even know she was the mayor until a couple of her tweets started going viral lately with this whole pandemic. Mm. Um, And w- wait, thinking about it, we had a gay um, yeah, mayor. we had a niece Parker. <laughs> I, I forgot about her. But she was white, though. So, but she's so, white. So, yeah. but I think seeing the mayor on TV in such a strong, dominant way, mm-hmm. um, she definitely wasn't soft. Right. Um, low cut fade threw me for a fucking yeah. loop, and I was like, "Is this? Is this? Is this really happening?" Um, so I definitely think they had a lot of different. I had a hard time labeling myself with any one of those characters, right? Because you had mm. the mayor. Um, what was her name? Do you remember her name? Uh, I just know it's Lena Waithe. Okay, I don't know we who, don't, what her name we, is. The we had the mayor, right. which was Lena. And then we had the lesbian couple. We had the mom and her wife. Right. But the wife was the more dominant but she had these braids, uh, and I don't know if they were supposed to be braids or Dre. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Dre, Dre, but that's her name. who? Dre, Dre. Yes, her yeah. name was Dre, and it was just so much going on that I think if I was straight, I would definitely think like, oh, this is how lesbians live. And I'm not saying like it's not right. There's probably some out there. That's- but I couldn't identify it right. with it. And so I struggled all season watching it because a part of me was rooting like, yes, black gay women. Yes. But then I was like, no, like I don't live my life like this. And this right. doesn't feel natural or like real. authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you? What do you think? I mean, I thought it was interesting because I too kind of had a hard time watching, um, you know the episodes because i really wanted to like like them and right you're right like before um the portrayals of just all the different characters um outside of the gay characters felt really kind of real and like these are people that you can know yeah and this season it felt like trying to like like trying too hard to be representative right right? because you had like the first trans character Um, you had all of that kind of conversation. Um, you know, the wife, um, Dre coming in the picture, like right. being the man man of the house, right. even though like we look at her like, wait, <laughs> something is something that nothing uh, some softer like that. Yeah. <laughs> um and then was it another one? Um I don't know. I just feel like across the board it was very much like like trying to like throw too much at us, maybe? Maybe because I don't think I don't really think we only need like one gay storyline or nothing like that. But in the past, it was just like you were people who existed right in the world. And then these are things that are happening around you as opposed to this season. It felt like it was like we're here. We're queer, like (laughs) very much in your face. Like it wasn't just like existing and you happen to be gay. It was like 
but let me show you how it is to be in the trans world. Let me show you how it is to be, you know, in the house with like two two moms. Yeah. Where in the past it was just like, you know, Kevin would just come home, go to his room, and you know, you see the other the other mom around, but right. it wasn't like in your face. Mm. Maybe the writers felt like now is the time to put it in your face. Like we have blended for so long, but now, you know, we have the black lives matter Mm. movement. Um, we just have so many things going on. So now it's kind of like, bam, I'm in your face. Um, and you're going to accept us and it is what it is. And I'm okay with that. It just kind of threw me off, I guess. And it kind of made me cringe even thinking about having discussions with my straight friends regarding like certain episodes because I'm like, I don't want you in the back of your mind like trying to pin me to one of these characters, right? Right, right. And I think that kind of brings us to today's topic with kind of giving people an idea of how labels kind of came about in our lives and what we identify with um, and just kind of... Two, three minutes before we started recording this, we we discussed it like, so what you research, what you find. And what did you find? Because some of these words that you just spoke to me, I'm like, I ain't never heard of this. And I swear I've been gay for at least how <laughs> At least <laughs> at least twenty years. So I, I've only uh, heard of like two terms. So this is quite a learning lesson for me today as well. So I don't know who put this list together. Okay. But Where'd you find it from? Uh, I just did a little Google search and I'm on Refinery29 and the topic is, or the article is called 17 Lesbian Slang Terms Every Baby Gay Needs to Learn. So, what about old head gays? Cause, I, or, I think wait, there has to be like a relearning for some of us because yeah, they, they kind of lost us a, a, a couple years back. I want to know at what age do you become an old head? Are we old heads or are we kind of like midheads? Like where are we at in this, this mm. gay lifestyle? Because I don't think that we're ready for linen suits just yet. No. Um, no. In short, pixie cuts. Um, but I definitely think we're a little bit past the jerseys, uh, cornrow straight back. Like, where are, we, where are we fitting? Do we know just yet or are we just in the middle? You know, we just, we just flowing through it. Because I think okay. what our perception, I remember going to the club and... I was like listening to some old lesbians. They was rapping um, all of two. What is it? Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop song came on, and they uh-huh. they didn't know all the words. And I looked at my friend. I was like, "Man, oh, had no all the words." And yeah. uh, they heard me. It was like, "Hey, we heard what you said." <laughs> like, oh my bad, my bad. But like, I feel like if we go to the club right now and we start singing, you know, whatever song was popular in our day, knowing all the words to it, somebody gonna look at us and be like, "Hey, look at these old heads singing this old ass song." Okay. So okay. I definitely think, like, depending on where you're sitting, we mm-hmm. would be the old people in the club. Okay, so you telling me when I go out, just don't sing. Just kind of bow my head in the back. I mean, just kind of blend in, you know, <laughs> do what the other kids are doing. <laughs> what the other kids. They're not kids. They're over 18. Okay, let me hear this list. I'm, I'm listening. Okay, okay. So the one that you got hung up on, which I don't think is, like, a new term at all, is gold star. Never heard of that. What is a gold star? So a gold star is a lesbian who's never had sex with a man. Okay. So they get a gold star because I ain't took the dick. Right, right. So, oh, so okay. yeah, I'm on the gold star, gold star list. Okay, okay. Right. All right. Um, U-Haul. I think we okay, all know. Okay, that's when you, like, date a lesbian for a couple of days and then y'all, like, move in. Right, And right. then y'all break up in a year. 
Like that's usually what happens afterwards. Okay, keep going. So lesbian, which I never heard of that. Okay, what is that? A famous lesbian. Like who? Who would be a famous lesbian? Ellen DeGeneres. Lena. Shit. Okay. 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 Uh, Pillow Princess. Oh yeah, they still have those. I mean, I don't know if that's still like a thing, but yeah, like okay. What is a Pillow Princess for the people? Because um. Someone who enjoys the receiving role but doesn't like to give. Okay. They're not very giving. They're not very giving. You don't want to be with nobody that ain't giving people. I mean, we all like to give and receive. Well, mm. maybe just me. Okay. Keep going. I'm listening. Lipstick lesbian. Okay. You had to tell me more about that. So, lipstick lesbian is what I think would be two films together. Is that right. what we're saying? Right. Okay. So, if I say, hey, I'm a lipstick lesbian, that means I'm a film and I like other films. Right. That means don't come over here talking to me in your tomboy clothes. Because we both like lipstick. Is that where that comes Right, right. We chasing the same girl. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you. What else we got? Uh, Soft Butch is the next one on the list. Okay, so is that what I would identify as? So that's interesting to me because I really feel like depending on what culture you are, you know, you might be a soft butch. Um, I don't identify as like butch. I don't like that word. But that are much. we saying like soft butch is like a, a softer masculine woman? Is that what we are? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Someone who okay. presents mostly masculine but has some feminine traits. So like tomboy, it says chapstick lesbian on here. Mm, I okay, think, so I think that would probably be me. You know, I'm okay with a good eyebrow waxing, um, other waxing, um, long, straight hair. I have, you know, right, I'm not really going right. to get too dirty. So... Maybe that's what I should label myself as. Well, well, what I mean naturally though, your label is what soft stud. I don't know. Listen, okay, okay, okay. At this age, I ain't labeling myself no more, and I'll tell you why a little later. Hmm. Had an interaction with a female, totally blew my mind. But well, keep going. With the okay, list. we're gonna keep, keep going. going. Yeah, this this list is uh has some terms on here that I I've never even heard of. Okay, high, give us two high more. fem. Who high fem. What does that mean? A queer woman who presents extremely feminine. So I don't know how that is different from the lipstick lesbian. Okay, give us something else. Give us give us one more. Um, Stone Butch. So that's like hardcore stud? Like, yeah, that's like hardcore stud. Like yeah. low-key, maybe transitioning to a man? Yeah, extremely masculine. Okay. May or may not identify as trans. Okay, 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 okay. So... Nice little article. Um, you'll okay. definitely have to send that to me later. But you know, now that we think about it, you know, yeah, how they did... got a cu- couple of different ones on here. Oh, they got stud on here. Okay, okay. Uh, stud. Is, okay, wait. Stud is interesting. A queer woman, usually a woman of color, mm. who's dominant during sex. Ooh, Studs the... are often also butch. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. What do you think about that definition? I mean, it's true. It sounds like they're trying to say, like, African-American women, that's what they call themselves. Okay. It's all about sex. Is that what you are calling yourself? Are we labeling you a stud today? Yeah, yeah. I've I've always been, I mean, well, since I was first kind of labeled, I would say. um, Did you label yourself or somebody labeled you? It was definitely a um, situation where... Like my uh, college basketball team, when I was a freshman, were trying to figure out what I was. Okay. So like they're like, "Oh, she's a stem." Wait, next day, wait, no, I think she's a stitch. And I had no idea what any of these terms mean. And then finally, they were like, "Nah, nah, she's a soft stud." Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So um, that was where I kind of identified at, you know, most of my life. And, you know, I just go with stud, you know. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. I think so. You went initially off of what somebody else labeled you. I went through, yeah, I went through like, because when they were talking about like the different labels, I'm like, well, what is that? And they would describe it to me, and yeah. I'd be like, nah, 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 that's not me. Um, so when they landed on stud, it was kind of like, or soft stud or whatever. I was like, okay, like, it whatever. Fit. Yeah, it kind of yeah. fit better. Um, but I never really like, you know, I was just me. So, you know, whatever folks wanted to call me, like, that was cool or whatever. I didn't really understand all the rules of, like, who's supposed to date who and all right. that either. Yeah. I definitely think, like, we didn't have a book, right? No, nah, there's no I definitely didn't menu. have a book in high school. Shit, we barely had the internet. Mm. We barely had, I think. Chat rooms. Right. We were, <laughs> what is that, ASL? Yeah, like, ASL. What's up? <laughs> but I, I think for me, I was also labeled, I mean, it had to be, like, ninth, 10th grade, um, and people were like, yo, you got to be gay. And I was like, yo, I ain't with that gay shit. Like, leave mm. me alone. Um, and then I started dating this girl. Very feminine, very pretty. Um, Low-key turned me out. And I don't know. I mean, I I mean, we know. I know how it happened. But <laughs> um, I was like, okay, you know so we, we doing this. You know, we liking each other. And at the time, I always, I mean, I still do. I felt more comfortable wearing, like, boy clothing um just it could have been because i felt like i was overweight or just having you know you're in middle i mean high school so you're going through all kind of identity issues as it was and at the time i was like hey i like to play basketball i like to wear boys clothes it is what it is um but being or identifying as gay lesbian I ain't tell my mama to like late 20 so she was still buying my clothes so i had a combination of like some mm. tight shit and some low shit, right? Right. And so I remember my first girlfriend was like, yo, don't want that tight shit around me. Like, <laughs> I want you to dress masculine. And I was like, oh, okay. And so over the years of, like, dating more women, that's kind of, like, how I always fell into what I was doing, right? Like, okay, I'm going to wear the baggy pants. You know, I'm going to identify as a stud and have the braids and do these things because at that time, I only, well, not at that time, still at the current time, sorry. Um, I only want to date feminine women. And I mm. thought like, okay, in order to let women know that I'm attracted to them and that I am gay, let me dress like a man. Um, but it wasn't until recently, uh, Maybe within like, ooh, like two years ago, maybe three. Um, I met this this woman and we were dating, and she was like, "Yo, you ain't no stud." And I was like, "What? Whoa, I'm not a, I'm not a stud." Oh my god, what the fuck? What'd you say? And I was like, "Huh? Like what you?" And she was like, "Yo, the way you carry yourself and the things that we be up in here doing together." Yeah, I mean, you you soft as hell. And so, I remember calling my homeboy, my best friend. I was like, Dre, yo, am I a stud? <laughs> <laughs> you got your stud car revoked. <laughs> I think this nigga was hung up on me. He was like, uh, no. And I think for the longest, because I was always with him, he was always doing the handyman shit. Mm. So, I didn't really know that I was over here printing and prancing around the house. <laughs> 
Um, so this nigga just let me live in the dark facade for so many years mm. um, until I met, you know, this woman. She was like, nah, you ain't, you ain't no stud. So I say all this to say, I'm not a stud. Um, I really don't have a label, right? Like you get to a certain age. I mean, maybe just for me where hmm. I'm not really identifying with being feminine or masculine there's no label for me. I mean, I think I let people label me. Um, right, but right. at the end of the day, I'm going to still do what I want to do. I'm not letting anybody dictate how I dress, what I do, what yeah. I won't do. Um, so, you know, you have gotten to that point where you're like, ah, I'm a stud. I'm just <laughs> out here, like, breathing in the fucking wind. Like, I don't fucking know. Does that mean, like, you I own dresses and heels? No. Nah. Yeah. But, so so wait. So does this mean that you would date a stud? Nah. Okay. okay so okay. that's where, like, uh, I'm not knocking it, right? And mm-hmm. I think it's becoming more like I'm seeing it more like two studs dating, and I think if that's what works for them, right? I'm definitely not knocking it. Um, I remember back in what club did we used to go to? When um. It was like a like a mixed club. Uh, it was in Montrose. Uh, damn, I'm dating myself. I can't even think. Um, but anyway, I was out and I was on a dance floor and I was standing next to this chick and I'm like, "Yo, what's up, my?" So we talking and all of a sudden, like this big stud come up, real masculine chick comes <laughs> up, and I was like, "Well, shit, I ain't really with you, so let me slide to the left in case you know the girl want to come through." Um, and so she come up to me. Like big, big stuff. So I was like, oh, uh, yeah, this, I'm not really into like studs like that. She was like, say, why don't you like give me a hug? And I was like, nah, I'm good, you know, oh, like keep keep it moving. Yeah. That's and then a lot. at that point, I'm looking like I got this girl that I'm trying to talk to on my right. Right. I got your big burly ass in the front <laughs> of me. Uh, so I'm like, damn, you gonna try to punk me in front of this girl? <laughs> So, keep in mind, like, that was when I was still, thought I was a stud. Right. So, I had on a fitted hat. And I was like, yo, like, we, we got the same outfit on. She was like, yo, California, that shit don't matter. Mm. We, you know, we do it like this. I was like, nah, I'm good, love. You know, like, you have a good night. Right, right. And the motherfucker hugged me. Mm. Damn near picked me up. I was like, <laughs> fuck. Now I got to walk away from the chick to the right. Right. Because I know why she going to respect me. Right, right. So... I I don't disagree with like stud on stud. I think find people who you love and who you're happy with. Um, but I don't think that a stud would necessarily like make me happy. I right. think at the end of the day we all say like, Oh, when the clothes come off and when we're at home we're different but I think I like to see a woman in their natural beauty, like hair right, down right. or a feminine woman. Yeah. yeah. So I just don't I don't know. What about you, D? Would you be open to a little stud on stud action? Nah, nah, I would not. And uh, and yeah, I feel like you know, over time and whatnot, like that has totally become more uh, normalized. You know, at first it was definitely like something that you would see, hear about from like East Coast, West Coast folks. You know, being from the Midwest, um, we didn't really get down with like that. You know, uh, we were talking about this the other day. Like, we call that gay shit. Yeah. Like, we ain't with that gay shit. We all gay, though. Like, why right, are we right. saying that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that internalized homophobia. Right. Um, but anyway, 
yeah, so, you know, still on that road, I do think that, like, like you said, like, there's, you know, something about um, feminine women where that's just where I gravitate and, you know, that's my preference or whatever, but not knocking nobody that has a different preference. And, um, and yeah, I think the generation nowadays, like, I don't even know if they have, like, if they're really talking about, like, stud and femme and all that anymore, you know, with all these other kind of labels and ways that people identify. Um, you know, looking at, like, uh, the trans community, looking at, because, like, growing up, I don't think we knew really knew people that was trans at all. Like, it was hard to find people that was just, you know, lesbian, gay, whatever. But, yeah. um, so, I definitely feel like, uh, you know, the conversation that we're having now might not even be a thing like yeah. five, ten years from now. I don't know. Maybe. So you think five to ten years from now we'll all just? Well, not us because we we old. You okay. Know. But okay. I'm talking we'll about the young. Way. Yeah, the folks, the folks coming up, folks coming up. Okay. So it'll just be like, hey, kind of like a color issue. Like, oh, I date black, I date white, I date whatever. Yeah. I'll date uh, femme. I'll date. Um, studs. So you think it's going to be more based on personality? I think so. I feel like that's where it's going to, or maybe based on interests. Like we have similar, I don't know, clubs in common or something. We really like, I don't know, protesting together. I don't know what if what do kids do these days? Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm, that was that kind of blew me away for a second to think like in ten years. I mean, you're thinking very progressive. And maybe I'm thinking very conservative. I need to change my mindset on that. Okay. I mean, I could be totally wrong, right? Somebody's going to listen to this and be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I definitely, I work in education, so I definitely see a lot of, like, relationships coming about. And I will say that a lot of my students, they date whatever. They date men. They date women. It's kind of just like, oh, this is what I'm doing this week. And I'm like. Okay, cool. Yeah. So at what age do you kind of settle down and pick a sex? Or do you feel like everybody will become pansexual? So I feel like the whole bisexual thing, like, there was another thing coming up. Like, it was very much like pick a side yeah. or frowned upon if you dated somebody else. And, um, you know, somebody of a different uh, uh, gender or whatever. But nowadays, I feel like... There's been a lot of bisexual awareness raised as well, yeah. like throughout all these like movements for um for all of our different rights. Um, bi people have been standing up and saying like, yo, I feel like I've been discriminated against or even within the gay community, they feel kind of ostracized at times, right? Yeah. Um, like they don't really belong, even though somebody might be attracted to, you know, different people based on whatever criteria. So yeah, I feel like that's another one where you know, our old kind of um, just biases and almost like a hatred, you know? It yeah. was like, oh, she's bi, like, nah, you can't right. can't talk to her. Because she didn't took the dick. Right, right. She's trying to give her that fake dick, though. Right. So, uh, okay, <laughs> all right, girl, whatever floats your boat. So I guess if we're going to become more open to dating stud on stud, femme on femme, what mm. does that do for the traditional roles that we play within relationships? Because I think for the longest, up until recently, up until, you know, like I said, that relationship I kind of came across, um, we we have always kind of known, hey, I'm the stud. I need to be the one opening up the door. 
I need to be the one, you know, taking your car to get service and you need to be the one in there cooking dinner. Right. Like, how does labels affect the roles and relationships? Yeah, like, I feel like the labels definitely put us in a box of these are the expectations that go along with it. So it's like certain rules, you know, this is who you date, this is how, this is how you're supposed to, you know, take care of this person, depending on what label you have. And, uh, and yeah, like, I even find myself nowadays, like, oh, you know, being in a situation where, you know, I'm in a relationship and I'm a stud and she's a femme, like, um, you know, I'll cook dinner and all that. Like, I don't have that kind of same strictness of being like, oh, well, you know, you're supposed to do this role and I'm supposed to do that role. Because I like my cooking better than... <laughs> oh, okay. So you say your girl so, can't cook. No, no, I'm not saying she can't cook. I'm just saying, you like... You just saying you cook better. I'm saying we cook different things. And her okay. things often don't involve a lot of, like... Seasoning? Seasoning and things <laughs> like that. Uh, salt, you know. She's trying to be healthy. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes I want to bust out the uh, Midwestern casseroles and whatnot, you know. Nigga, you cook casseroles? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All of that. All of that. <laughs> I ain't never had no casserole before, my nigga. I think you offered me a casserole before, and I was like, "You're like, nah, I'm good." Nah, I'm good. <laughs> that ain't what we eat down south. That's not how we do it. But I, um. I, I definitely think that role playing has always been a struggle for me, and maybe I've never been a stud because, you know, I had a girlfriend that we lived together for two years, and she was the one cutting the grass. Mm. And I was like, wait, I could just pay the grass man. She was like, for what? Like, Right. She like, I I'm, got it. I'm from the country. I, I was like, all right, girl. Then I, I dated a girl who was out there helping me fix the fence. And these are all things that I'm kind of like, yeah, nah, my hand's going to hurt. I'm a, No, I'm scared. But these women out here just, yeah. Yeah, they just own it. I mean, I mean, for me, like, I definitely have moments where I'm like, um, you know, like, let the girl take care of whatever household thing yeah. is traditionally a masculine role because either I don't know how or I don't want to or I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, that's just, like, reality. Because at the end of the day, like, you're both women, like, and I'm not even saying that all men would be down to do some of that stuff. It's just, like, yeah. whoever whoever has that skill set, you know, right. can take care of it. And, um, and, yeah, I feel like that's a big shift in just society that has to happen as far as, like, expectations, yeah. Um, and not kind of putting people in these boxes and expecting folks to just do, you know, this list of things that said that society says is um supposed to be their role. Like take out the trash. Right. Right. Cook the dinner and clean the house. Okay. So I think we still kinda of have this double standard um that we face too, because I know for me, um, when I came out to my family um, everybody was more so okay with it because they were like, oh, well, you're bringing pretty women by. So, I mean, you gay, but these girls are pretty and they're feminine. And so mm. we are definitely okay with, I mean, we ain't really okay with it, but we're going to entertain it. Mm. Versus I think if I would have brought like a masculine yeah, yeah. female by, I remember I was in the mall when I was 17 with my mom, Sharpstown. If anybody remember Sharpstown? Um, whew. And I remember we were walking, and in front of us, it was two lesbians. It was a feminist, uh, and I knew them. And I was like, fuck, I just hope they don't turn around. Because at that time, my mom didn't know. Um, and she was like, oh, my God, look at 
look at those dykes holding hands. And I was, you know, <laughs> trying to deflect, like, girl, let's go in this shoe store. Well, I was like, no, let's let's keep walking. And all of a sudden, they stopped. And I was like, why the fuck they have to stop? And they turned around. They were like, hey, Ashley. I was like, hey, girl. And I just, in that moment, my mom melted, right? Mm. And I think she melted because she saw, like, a masculine female and this other gay woman just holding hands. And I don't know what crossed her mind. We never discussed it. But I definitely feel like if I came out at that moment and dated somebody that was masculine, I'm going to be pissed off. Mm. You know, now when we're out and about and I'm with a female and we run into her friends, her friends are like, oh, I didn't know you had two daughters. You know, they're so pretty. And uh. she's kind of just like... Yeah, I got she can it. just kind of play it off. Right. It ain't like yeah. visibly like, oh, mm. <laughs> this like, is a big like. Yeah, sure. Not not saying like, oh, that's my daughter and her girlfriend. It's more so like, yeah, these two feminine, beautiful women. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel or see that double standard? No, nah, I mean, with me kind of being more like definitely more kind of masculine presenting with the short hair and and you know all of that um, dress wise and stuff like. I um I never really had that kind of uh, situation happen. I think it was pretty like my parents found out at a pretty young age. I mean, it was probably high school or something. But um but I do remember my dad being like when I was in um middle school and I had yeah. never had a boyfriend or yeah. brought nobody around or talked about nobody. Yeah. And he was like, I see these uh women at the fire station cuz he was a firefighter. He's like, yeah, they big old burly women. He's like, you don't want to grow up and be one of them big old burly women. Dude. <laughs> so I wonder now, like when yeah. he looks at me, if in his head he's like, damn, damn, <laughs> she turned into one of the big burly women. I try, I, I try my best. Women. Yeah. And so I, I do think about that. I feel like he has like some kind of cognitive dissonance when it comes to me because he still mm. carries a lot of those um, ideas with him. Yeah. But then he loves me, and it's like, how can you? reconcile that in your mind where you're just like hating this part of society but yeah. then you really love like this one person who is actually part of that society right or you know part of that community so he's like so do you feel like if you wasn't his child would he love you hell no nah. <laughs> he would not fuck with me <laughs> i i definitely think it's weird when i see like my family um have gay friends um mm. They may the women mainly have gay um, male friends, right? Right. They don't really have too many lesbian friends. Yeah, um, I never met a lesbian like growing up. Yeah, yeah like church, so. like. Or if you did, the, you really your family kind of gazed over them. Um, it was probably definitely described as like so so and so's friend. Yeah, it was never like this girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, and I think even still, like my family struggles with discussing it around their friends they're like i i don't know why ashley dresses like that i i mean that's just that's just who she is and i'm like no sis i'm gay like tell your friends i'm gay otherwise just say when it. this girl come up and we kissing and hugging in the corner of the club they gonna know some so you might want to give them the warning before they see it right um I, when do black families become okay with it it's crazy to me like over time i found like my mom and stuff will like be like, oh, you can talk to me about stuff. Cause before I don't think I could have, 
<laughs> she was not trying to hear nothing gay. Um, yeah. You know, it was just kind of like the thing that we never talked about. Right. And so uh, I think like getting engaged and all that, she was like, you know, you can talk to me about your life. Your brother always tells me about his, you know, yeah. he got a uh, ex-wife and two kids. So he told, tells all his business. Yeah. Um, but I do um, like my grandpa, for example, he knows about Amanda now, but um, he'll just say like, how's your friend? Yeah. Your fr- it's always yeah, your friend. It stays with friend, right? Yeah. It's never more than friend. It's friend. We friends. Right. Fucking friends. For life. Yeah. Okay, we fucking, uh, and it's so funny, like, I thought I had made, um, progress. My mom, she was on the phone, she was like, yeah, I'm just over here with Ashley and her girlfriend. I was like, yes, she said it. But, you know, older black women. Yeah, any, any woman that you're friends with is your girlfriend. Is your girlfriend. So I was like, damn, that, but she more than, she really my girlfriend, mom. Like. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, my girlfriend, girlfriend. So it's, it's so weird for me. I definitely think I have to. I mean, I don't really have to be too girly, but I definitely, I tone it down um, when I'm around my family. I tone it down at work mm. um, because then it's also, I mean, I work in education, so I tend to tone it down because I get hit from the girls and the boys, mm. right? And I think society, we understand like, okay, we're going to get, I'm naturally guys are going to be attracted to you. But then I have these 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 little girls coming to my office, and so for me, like I'm always at work, like thinking, like, am I too girly? Am I too manly? Like I don't. Mm. It's like a, another bucket that I have to like consider. Like, how is everybody else labeling me at work, um, yeah. as well as like my family? Do you feel That's... like you have to be more manlier at work, or what? No, like, I feel like I've definitely, like, walk, like the kind of person I am, I always just, like, walk in the door being the same person. And I remember when I first started to get a um, my first full-time job, like, I yeah. was dating this girl at the time, and she was like, you got to go in there with, like, a girl's um, outfit on. Like, you can't be in there with your, you know, <laughs> butt down in slacks. Like, you need to, like... And she was like, and you got to do something different with your hair and all this stuff. And I started to I actually bought stuff okay. and tried it on. Okay. And I just, I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have got, you know, they wouldn't have kept me on because I would have been on in there acting all weird and shit. Like <laughs> not up. able to talk to nobody, like yeah. standing in the corner feeling awkward. And so like ever since then, I've always just been myself. And I've always feel like if it's not for me, like if they don't want me there based on, you know, how I dress or whatever. Um, then it's just not for me. And, but I, I definitely have dated people who like wouldn't tell their coworkers that yeah. they were in a relationship with a, with a girl. In fact, would make up fake boyfriends. Oh yeah. Like at, for work, for work stories. Yeah. Um, would definitely like, I mean, they were already feminine, but it was definitely like, they did not want to be perceived at all as gay mm. at work. Um, and I'm trying to think if I every day somebody who was like that with their family too. I think families pretty much already always knew, but um, but work for some reason was always like this thing. I guess because that's how people make money, you know. Yeah, you don't want to fuck up the check. Yeah, you don't mess up your check. Yeah, yeah. I think I've, I've kind of like when I first started um, in the education field. Luckily, uh, well, no, take that back. My first year, um, I wasn't in the gym. I was in the classroom, and I definitely bought some feminine shirts. Not 
Definitely didn't buy no dress in her heels. But I did. I me and my best friend, we always laugh about it. Um, when I used to interview, I would have like a power suit and <laughs> some kitten heels, right? And it was like the worst yeah, shit. Yeah, like ever. shoulder pads and all like, that. Huh? Like shoulder pads and all nah, that. Nah, just a regular blazer, but okay, you know, okay. like just some shit that was uncomfortable because, you know, I definitely couldn't walk up in there with no loafers on. Um, but you know, as time has passed and, and as I have moved up, uh, career wise, I'm kind of like, fuck it. I do believe that my, how I identify and who I date is personal. I mean, private. So I don't really have to come to work and tell you who I'm fucking, right. what we doing. Um, but I do get a lot of people, I mean, you know, if I'm dating somebody and they want to come have lunch with me or want to meet me out and about, then I'm perfectly okay. And I think I've been in the education game so long that I've seen so many kids graduate and, like, move throughout life that I run into them mm. a lot in the streets. And that's a whole, whew, how another ball game, right? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of times if I'm, like, out and about, certain names I don't answer to because I know, like, those are my students. You know who it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, I know where it's what coming you from. Um, but I definitely think the older that I've gotten, I've kind of just been like, it is what it is. Like you said, if it's for me, it's for me. Um, if it isn't, it isn't. Yeah. But I definitely don't want to be the gay spokesperson at work. Like, mm. I don't want to be the black spokesperson. And I don't want to be the, the gay ally or whoever that you want to come and discuss your gay thoughts with. Like... <laughs> I don't get paid to do that. So I think that's my only struggle when I like work with other people. They always like look at me for like gay advice. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it would be to be outside of social justice work because mm-hmm. that's what I do. And um, so, you know, we talk about all the shit there and yeah. everybody is a spokesperson for something. So definitely feeling like that's uh, a role that I end up playing at work sometimes mm. just to make sure that they don't fuck shit up because yeah. um yeah you'd be surprised what some of these social justice organizations would want to do if somebody wasn't in the room saying uh i don't know if that's gonna sit right, right. <laughs> um so yeah man um you know talking about your uh power suit i'm curious though are you ready for your linen suit listen I, I I don't know if I'm gonna be able to embrace the white linen cookout suit with uh, with the sandals. Uh, but at hmm. what age do you start wearing that to the cookout? I think I am definitely changing my wardrobe now. I mean, you know, it's because I'm bitch slim. But um, yeah, I don't. I can't do the linen suit. And I say that now, and I think I can listen back maybe in twenty. I don't know what what age people wear the linen suit. And maybe I'll laugh at this and say, ha, 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 look at you now. I mean, You'd be like, I'm flying my linen suit 20 years from now. I don't know. You got the linen suit in the back, D? I feel like you do. I've never purchased a linen suit. I don't really own anything linen. I kind of shy away from it, yeah. Linen is hard to iron. Yeah, Um, it's very difficult to iron. And it just reminds me of, like, my parents. Yeah. Like the fabric, just the texture of it just reminds me like, cause my mom came down like, um, what was it a couple weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. And she legit was walking around in her linen outfit. See? Yeah. She was like, oh, Parents this is think cute, they right? Parents think they're red in the motherfucking linen. Yeah. yeah. I know you hot, sis. That's 
got me wanting to tell my mom. I'm like, don't wear that shit around me. Like, yeah. you're sweating. That I tan think, linen. I think before we embrace the linen, you're going to have a pixie cut. Your hair is already short. Wait, what's up? The how pixie does, cut how does where you my hair in? even go into a pixie cut? Like, where they I fade have a fade. And then, like, the top, they straighten it real, real spiky. Oh, no, no. I can see that on you. Nah, I'm I'm sticking with the curls. In fact, I'm trying to grow it out. So I think at this point we're both in our mid thirties. I mean, happy belated birthday! Appreciate How it. are we going to embrace our old age within these labels? Do they disappear? Because I feel like my label has disappeared, and it had to disappear because everybody kept laughing at me uh, when, when you I was, was trying to to stud, show your stud you card. Know. It's all right though. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know let it go. I let it go. And I know what I do behind closed doors. Right. You feel me? Right. I mean, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, we should all let go of the labels. I mean, who wants to be put in a box? Just be yourself. And, you know, like we said before, what's for you is going to gravitate to you. Um, you know, I don't think that um, it's interesting because when we were younger, I think you needed that in a way to like, even find your place in the world and now we're like so established that we don't really need that anymore okay the same way that you know when we were younger we probably needed that just to like identify other people who were going to be like you know friends date people we date whatever um so yeah times have changed we got an older and we're just gonna keep it moving um so i feel like we're at uh 45 minutes on the episode we should go ahead and give people their day back what do you think? Yeah, give them that day back. I mean, I know some people like listen forever, and I could definitely go on forever and ever about all my lesbian stories growing up. Uh, but I'm curious to know what do other people identify, especially if you're in like your 30s. Like, what are you labeling yourself as, or has the labels kind of disappeared in your life? I mean, I could be the only person out here that doesn't have a label. I don't know. Um, and I also think it's very interesting and I'm curious to know how people outside of the black community identify, mm. uh, because I feel like they have so many labels that we don't have and that I just don't know. So I'm also curious to know that as well. So let us know either one or both. Yeah. Hit us up. Uh, you know, you can find us on Instagram your les underscore bffs and les is lez uh yours you are so you are lez underscore bffs and yeah let us know what you uh identify as answer our question about um you know different cultures some of the labels um that kind of sit sit out there that we don't know about and you know we just really want to get educated on this subject uh so thank you for tuning in And uh, y'all have a blessed day. All right. Peace. Peace.